0: Hello, hello, hey up, what's up, what's good, ni hao, bonjour, welcome to the Innegan Runway show. I'm your host, Randall Carlton Green. Given Runway celebrates the exploration of new cultures by highlighting some of the most interesting, creative, and artistic people in the world. Everyone has a story, each person a scholar. We have a wonderful show for today with an awesome, awesome human comedian. Tim Shropshire joins the show. Tim Shropshire is a former college football player stand-up comedian and host of the Shrop and Miranda podcast, Tim has made a name for himself through his stand-up comedy, and just last fall, one of his videos became a viral sensation. With his own take on the Fleetwood Mac's dreams video, Tim decided to put his own personal spin on it, and instead of drinking cranberry juice, he was eating chicken instead to a Fleetwood Mac soundtrack is incredibly hilarious and it was what first introduced me to Tim's comedy. The video was shared millions of times and Tim is hysterical in the video yet doesn't say a word. He does it all with facial expressions like a modern-day Charlie Chaplin. He, he does this unforgettable guilty face that we've all had of maybe eating something that we weren't supposed to be eating or shouldn't be eating. And it was hysterical. I knew I had to chat with Tim in preparation of our conversation. I checked out a lot of his stand-up videos and he is a truly funny human. His personality is is over the top and and I was excited to to learn more from his brilliant mind. On today's episode, Tim talks about his comedic background and where he gets the ideas for his stand-up. Tim also shares with us how his Dreams video came to be, and also the overwhelming positive feedback that he received from the video. And finally, we discuss food and sports of, of, of North Carolina, and Tim puts on for Charlotte. And he even makes the impossible decision of choosing the Mount Rushmore of dipping sauces. Love my conversation with Tim. He's doing big things. He had a successful 2020. I didn't know he's gonna continue on that trajectory. Excited for you guys to meet him. So let's go ahead and bring on comedian and wing aficionado, Tim Shropshire. And let's learn. What's going on, brother? Tim, my man, thanks for being here. You have a lot of different projects that you're working on. So have you always been someone who's got a lot of things going on at once?
1: Uh, I guess, yeah, that's me. Uh, uh, that's probably exactly my life. I'm, Uh, I probably have too much on my plate and I probably add so much stuff. Uh, I'm learning, I'm learning this pandemic has taught me to be a finisher. So, uh, I'm working on, uh, this kind of scaling back, finishing the little before I take on something else.
0: Okay. Okay. That's discipline. It takes discipline. Not everybody can realize. I I love that. Mm -hmm. Prior to focusing on comedy, you played ball at North Carolina A&T. So what were your fondest memories of those times?
1: My fondest memories, uh, truth is, are uh, losing. Uh we we lost uh going into my junior year, we lost every single game for two years straight. Uh we were we were watching ESPN one night, and uh at the bottom of the screen it says North Carolina A&T State University has just beat out Duke for the longest losing streak in NCAA D1 history. And I said, oh my God. And so, uh, but through that, uh, probably building some of the greatest memories with my brothers and uh, I, I, you know, they always say college days are some of the best days. And, and that is so, so true. So uh, uh, I had my ups and downs. I had 22 citations in my freshman year. I kicked out every single dorm. I had a 1.4 going into my sophomore year, lost my scholarship, uh, ended up getting it back um and end up being the chaplain of the football team my junior and senior year um and uh end up working for that same university and traveling with the school and being a recruiter finding leaders and i'm like wow how how me so uh so i had a great experience in college but uh but uh losing but then having the best time with the guys because you got you had to make it up with laughing
0: yeah yeah i love that you um been through a lot while you're there. I think that's going to make you make you a great recruiter because you've seen both sides of it. you've seen the 1.4 GPAs. You can actually relate and talk about the study habits and the discipline that you yeah. took forward on your own. And I guess maybe that's some of the discipline you talked about now about finishing projects that probably might have started at Ant because you learned to put yourself in the right headspace.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. I, I feel like uh, I am who I am uh, because of my experience at Ant. Like it molded me into everything from being a student there and then working there. Uh, so four years uh, as a student, really five years as a student athlete, and then a five more years as working there. Uh, so that 10 years really molded me into my personality, how I go about my life, and even got me into what I do now as my profession in comedy. So, yeah. I checked out a lot
0: of your comedy. The one that stood out for me, the epidural, epidural episode that you had earlier this year, now, making people laugh must be an amazing feeling, but on the flip side, having a joke bomb must be very hard to handle. So how did you develop the confidence
1: needed to, to be up there and, be, and put yourself and be vulnerable in front of strangers? Um, I think uh, going back to what we just mentioned, um, uh, I, I kind of asked myself that question too, and it really goes back to working at a and So let's talk about my, my main job at a and was recruiting students, but we had to always do a presentation. So every single day, really every single week, you have to do maybe one or two presentations a week. Um, and I realized that other recruiters that work at the university didn't like giving presentations. And so, uh, and so uh, I knew I wasn't as strong at it. So I knew we did two presentations a day as far as that's what is slated for a recruiter. Again, I may grab like one or two of those a week because mm-hmm. he we had enough recruiters. Since they didn't like doing uh, presentations. I signed up to do every presentation. So I did two presentations every single day uh, for the week for months. Mm -hmm. And that built inside of me, the ability to like feel the crowd, Um, know when to put a joke in, Uh, know when to talking point. So what, so bring you back to your question. What saved me when a joke bombs, I flow into, I just know how to flow into something else. And just you don't even like you feel a bomb coming yes. like, you know, it coming and then you just kind of it's somehow I just flip the verbiage or the wording and I just go into a story because I'm already doing like I'm already a storyteller on stage. So when if I don't feel it, I just kind of just somehow I can segue that thing and make that thing work. I have never ended in a bomb and walked off stage. Uh, I have had a show where I did a church one time. And the pastor did not believe that you should be laughing in church. And, uh, and and that, now that, that, that just from the beginning to end, was just probably one of the worst I was in the country and doing the show. And, uh, I I mean, that was no way out of that, but a lot of times I just try to segue out. Um, I guess a lot of comments we kind of fear a bombing, but to be honest with you, um, I've kind of, you know, recently just tried to embrace it, uh, because, Especially, and I, 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 I was really getting on myself. Sometimes to stay safe, you, you say the jokes where well, you know that people will laugh at. Okay. And because you don't want to hit that, you don't want to hit the ground. So, um, but I've learned to test the waters and, um, and, uh, and, and knowing that you can go to certain spaces uh, that allows you to bomb, you know, that allows you, like, hey, I'm only coming here to bomb. That's all I'm coming here to do is bomb, bomb, bomb. And if I get, I'm telling y'all 40 jokes, if, and, 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 and if I get two good ones out of here, that's all I want to do. So, uh, so that kind of helps you, you know, in regards to being in front of a crowd like that. So you, don't, so you don't just bomb on a paid gig, you know?
0: Stand-up comedy, amazing talent of yours. Rituals
1: before the performance. What, what do you do to get yourself in the right mindset before you take the stage? Um, biggest thing is, even though I'm a I'm a foodie, right? I love to eat. I love to eat. So before a show, I don't eat. <laughs> um, I do not put. I don't. I don't eat anything. A lot of events that I do. Sometimes they like private gigs, and uh, they have this nice food, all no, that stuff set up. Uh, so um, uh, I mean, nibble, but I. So I don't eat before I go up, and I don't sit down before I get up. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I guess it's my nerves or whatever I cannot sit it's hard for me from go from a seated position to getting called on stage I have to walk around um, and um, and I just kind of put myself in the headspace that just to kind of go up there a lot of times Uh, It's just those butterflies. I just don't like that gap in between when I know I'm going to get called and my name getting called. I'm like, yo, just hurry up and call my name. Because when you get the mic in your hand, it's like, it's on. I don't feel nothing anymore. Like, let's rock. So um, a lot of times it's so no food for me. uh, So people know me as the foodie and love, yeah, boy, love a real platter, but not before no show. I can't eat before a show and I can't sit down before a show. Um, and, uh, if I have to, I will, but I, I just, yeah, that's, how, that's, that's pretty much it. if, if you would call that a ritual, okay. but uh, other than that, you know, I, I may do a little stretch here and there, keep myself a loose, which never helps, but for whatever reason, well, then, I'm stretching.
0: if you're not eating before, are you saving something for after the show where you're like, okay, I didn't eat before. That means I get to reward myself. Boom. I'm eating this.
1: I'll play like this for all the events that I have done where well, they had good food, I always tell them to package me a, a plate to go and they always forget. <laughs> they be like <laughs> they, they be like, Lord baby, we forgot. Uh, I, I promise you so uh and and then you know with, with my diet kind of changing this a little bit, I don't know what I'm gonna do because now I realize eating late is not the best option for me on the road because a lot of these events you get done with, you know, get you, you get back to the room, it'd be 10, 11, 12. And if, if I'm working clubs, man, it could be one, two o'clock. So it's you know, yeah. so it's like, yo, like, oh my God. So I guess I got to get on this whole smoothie gang. I don't know what it is. So, uh, yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's really interesting, man. Wow. I saw, I, I would love to, you know, be able to smash a good burger in the hotel room, but, uh, you know, traveling and food that, uh, That's probably the biggest cause of my weight gain. You know, you can't go to Chicago and have no smoothie. You know? You gotta get the deep dish in the garrets and the, oh the the Chicago hot dog. I'm good. Oh no, did you try the Italian beef? Oh no, I ain't try that. We dip it into the broth. I said, oh my lord. Um, so
0: you know, that that, it, right? no no good story ever started with. So I was having a salad in in Chicago.
1: <laughs> right, 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 right. You ain't never heard of that. So uh, <laughs> it, it and I don't even trust the story if it started with that. You know.
0: <laughs> so speaking of food, speaking of food, man. Yeah. One of the viral videos of the year. It's you, it's your take on the dream video. It was, it was oh, fantastic, and it was perfect. And you didn't even say a word. You didn't cool. say a word. You didn't say a word, you did all the acting, all the, the comedy with your eyes, with your facial expressions, with everything. Where'd the idea come from?
1: Yo, know, I, so I saw the video just like most of us saw it, you know, with Dogface doing his, uh, the, the cranberry joint. So I was like, wow. And, um, and I saw a guy, doing it with a sandwich and I was like yo that's hilarious and I was like I was like I would have some chicken you know I mean if it was me and so never did I know that it was a challenge where people were doing their own thing so I, I would even hashtag it as you know whatever challenge you know and so I was like I'm gonna do the same thing um but i'm just gonna do one piece of chicken because everybody knows me that knows you personally knows i'm the chicken wing guy i love me some chicken wings i'm always talking about chicken wings few videos that i had before i think i have two other videos that went viral because i'm eating a chicken wing so i was like it was only right and then i had just put out that i was doing um a hundred day challenge to like lose weight. I I made this crazy goal that I was gonna lose a hundred pounds in a hundred days, which was the most stupid thing I've ever. Did. Uh, I should have said I was gonna lose a hundred ounces. Um, but uh, I I so the thing was, everyone knew I was eating good. So what made it even funnier was I did the whole look around thing because I wasn't really supposed to eat no fried food, let alone some fried chicken. I didn't know and this. So, part the- it was great. I didn't know the part of the story. Yeah, so that's why the whole uh, look around, look around, uh, and I, I bit the piece of chicken, and it's like, oh, it felt so good, and so it was like this. So again, it was a satisfying feeling, and it literally was because I hadn't had a piece of chicken like that in, the, in like probably two, three months. So I was like, oh, that was good, and I got it from Publix, and I feel like Publix probably has one of the best chickens. Uh, do you have a Publix where you're at? We don't. you don't have. Brother, brother. So Publix is a grocery store, and uh, yeah, no
0: Publix because of old Jameis, Jameis Winston. He made it a little popular with his little. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've never been there. Never- <laughs> yes, he did. So, so yeah, and uh, I, like you said, no, that was a major thing. No, no, no uh, words. I didn't say anything, and it took off. And I didn't, I wasn't. I wasn't creating a video like, okay, I'm gonna do this because his went viral. I'm gonna go viral too. It was just. The fun of it, and it seems like the videos that are lighthearted, that you really don't take into consideration, that you really don't plan for, those are the ones that took, take, you know, that, that take off, and so it went crazy. Other people were putting it up and put on their outlets, and one went six million on someone's platform, one million on their platform, another six million on someone else's platform. So it was, it was, it was pretty amazing. So people was like, you just trying to get a, a a year supply of chicken wings. You know, I was like, nah, I mean, if you do it, you know, uh, you know, but, uh, honestly, it was, it was really cool. It was just, and it was fun just to bring some joy to people, you know, in a, in a, in the time that we're in right now, it's, it's crazy times. So to, to bring some little, you know, some clean humor and some fun to some homes was pretty dope in, in, in the process
0: with it going viral and you didn't have those intentions, which I think like you said, it's always when something is the best when you don't have those intentions of going viral. Who were some of the people that either retweeted you or liked it or commented that you were just like,
1: wow, I, that's incredible. Yeah, Um. so um, who picked it up? Um, I think when I saw, uh, 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 I think it was something, I think it was Hood, Hood Hip Hood, Hop. I don't know who they were, but I just know they have like 10 million followers. Okay. So um, I I never even heard of them. So when they shared it, I was like, whoa, where are these followers coming from? Then Kev on stage, uh, you know, he's a comedian based out of L.A., and he's like a a million followers and a really strong following. And when he shared it, like my numbers jumped up. So I was right at like 20,000 followers, and then it jumped to like 30,000 followers. Then it jumped to 34,000 followers. I was like, yo, like, I was trying to figure out every time I would literally refresh my phone, I would have a 100 new followers. I refreshed it, 100 new followers. I was like, what? i was like, man, that, this video, I didn't know that somebody had reposted it. Uh-huh. And so, um, and then Indyari, uh, um, um, uh, uh, yeah. when she, uh, she commented about it, and so I ended up doing another video saying, because she, she said in the comments, like, why this is funny, but he, he's cute. And I was like, oh, shoot. Hey, India. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and so I ended up making a video about that, about her saying I was cute. So I had myself crying like my reaction to India saying I'm cute. And then that went viral. She found it about it and she reposted I was like, it was just one thing after another. You couldn't control it. And uh, and then, you know, uh, world star Hip Hop, you know, they, I was like, you know, you can't read their comments, but uh it was pretty interesting but i was just amazed that so many people i think one of the cnn reporters had uh, and then it, it then you know that's just instagram so twitter it goes viral on twitter and you just you can't control it that's the thing about something viral you can't control it you know and some people are like what makes a video viral when you can't control who shares it, and it just spreads mm-hmm. you know so um it it was pretty cool, pretty amazing. How many people it reached, um, you know? And it's really cool when you, you hear friends, you know, they're like, "Man, I'm, I'm in, I'm in DC, and my neighbor sent me the video, and it's you." And I'm trying to tell the neighbor, "I know you." So can you tell the neighbor that you really know me? Don't believe me, man. So you know, I had to do that a few times. Get on the phone with folks like, "Yeah, that, that's my dog. That's my homie. That's who. Yeah, that's that's my cousin. Yep, yeah, that's the. So, uh, it." So it's it's pretty interesting. Uh, when this whole viral thing happens man
0: that's incredible man I found you on Twitter and it was it was brilliant because you know so many people were doing oh, the- wow okay. the dreams and how many times did, did you try it because you, you were trying to lip sync with the song as well so how many times
1: did you film it so I did three times I did three times um it, uh, and I was like that was three different pieces of chicken so that was great <laughs> uh, so I uh the first one uh oh, oh so the first two were perfect they were fine it was. But when I tried to upload it, it it distorted the image for some reason on Instagram. I couldn't upload it. I'm like, what? And so, but I'm glad that happened because that made me say, hey, all right, it's a short video, just be intentional about your facial expressions. So that's why I looked around. I got and look around the first two times and and not knowing that's what made the video pop. It was like, yo, you looked around in that face. I'm like, hey, it worked. And that's the one that took And I told my buddy, I said, "We we gonna give it thirty minutes for us to, you know, create the video." And people are like, "Man, so you know, where'd you get a skateboard from? I know you ride a skateboard." I was like, "I I was on the back of a pickup truck, and uh, (laughs) I was like, I'm three hundred pounds, brother. I ain't gonna be on no skateboard." Um, So uh, I was on the back of my friend's truck, and I just sat close to the edge of it. This gave it the appearance that I was like just kind of floating, kind of vibe. Mm. And uh, we just did it. So we did three takes and. And we put it up and it was a hit i was like <laughs> wow and i think that was right when i had just said hey hey tim let's be more intentional about our videos uh let's think about what we're gonna do and put a video out so i had two videos in mind it was that one and then doing a video at a donut shop and i was like that was my two videos that week and i was like come on let's start it and so when the first video took off, i was like whoa i wasn't ready for that i was I was waiting for, like, the eighth video to, like, to be the come-up video, but not the first one out the gate in my little plan. You know, just I just want to be more, for me personally, I want to be more persistent in making content and creative content. But uh, when I dropped that first one, it was ridiculous. And like I said, the ndr one happened next, so I didn't even get to the donut one. So I had to make, I made, like, two or 3 NDRE videos, and those all did crazy numbers. And it's almost like I was just telling myself, you know, I've been viral before, but I don't think I did a good job of riding the wave of going viral. You really? know, I kind of like took that break. Sometimes you get a little anxiety, like man, I don't know if I, what I should put out next. You scared you. You want the um, next video to be just as good. So I just told myself, man, just have fun with it. It's ride the wave, and so that's what I did, and that's what I've kind of been doing, and it's it's pretty been interesting. Very cool, man. One of my favorite videos of the year, man. A friend of mine told me, it was like, hey, man, go back and. You know, uh, because it, it's it's really, you know, it, it's a science to it. Some people just say have fun, but also it's a science to, um, you know, with with your content of what works. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to find, you know, your groove, and also like it's almost like podcasts. when we talked earlier. It's like it's like find your niche. You know, find that thing that that you like to do, and also that can help you know build a tribe or an audience. And uh, so I people like who, who's your target market when it comes to comedy. And I was like, you know what? I, I don't really know, you know, because I, I'm a family guy um, and I just tell stories and all that good stuff. Um, and, um, and, I, and so we had to kind of look in and investigate, see how, how our videos, videos that did good numbers, what did those look like? And I was like, yo, isn't like every video that's at least a half a million views or more are all about food? And I was like, you the food guy to these people, bro. So people love when you talk about trying food, your struggle with food, wanting to try food, whatever, or your reaction to eating something. So I was like, stay in that lane, do do your other stuff, but stay in that lane, you would be amazed at how further you would go. Because people people relate to that. So, uh, so that's what I, I'm going to be rolling out a lot more. It's just different food content. The, the scary thing is I'm like, I ain't trying to gain another 100 pounds in the process. So I want to do it in a creative way. Uh, but uh, I, I, but I noticed that. So um, find that niche in my brand and kind of just ride that wave with that too, bro. Food's that one thing that, that works for all of us.
0: Who, who are your allies? Because you got to have a team around you, especially as a comedian. You got to have someone that you're like, hey, man, is this funny? And you got to send it to them. So who are the people that when you want to sample out a joke and you crowdsource
1: it, who are the people you talk to? uh biggest thing is my wife my wife is um uh, when it comes to and that's more so when it comes to stand-up uh, when it comes to videos i just really i use the people um there have been times that when when it comes to video i kind of gauge it if i don't really get a response in the first 10 minutes um uh, i sometimes i delete it mm-hmm. and i'm like Ugh, that don't work so um i just like yeah that didn't that didn't that fly a little bit. Um, Uh, Because I know, like, usually in the first six minutes of me putting out a putting out some content online, if if I see those those laugh emojis rolling up, boom, 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 I'm like, we got one, we got one good. Not and again, not a viral video. I'm I'm not looking for a viral video. I'm just trying to make sure that I'm connected with my audience. Yeah. And so I I could put out something, and and there's sometimes I could put out something, and I'm like, man, I like it i don't care if you like it or whatever so i use the people you know my followers for videos but when it comes to stand up my wife my wife is the this is, is probably i i my go-to person and uh even though she's not big in comedy big in or not she probably i don't even know if i can name five comedians you know she's from london england she don't really care about none of that mm-hmm. but when it comes to me she can she she her advice or her perspective or her wordplay that she would say, "Hey, honey, you should say it this way. Don't say it like this. Say it like that." I'm like, "Boom, that's what's up." And um, uh, and some of my friends, uh, my circle, my team that I have now, they they've been they've been rocking with me probably for the last ten years. Just from coming to shows, uh, we did a lot of shows that we um uh, that we would just put on for people. And I never thought to utilize them for my material. I just always utilize them just for help. Like um, you're doing sound, you're doing light, you're doing hospitality, that's it. And it's funny that you said that, they had just told me, it's like, hey, when we get back on the road, we're gonna start doing every quarter, you're gonna do your jokes in front of us because we gotta work on a new hour mm. and a new hour of, of stand up. And so uh, I was like, oh my God. And that's scary for me because again, going back to bombing, I don't wanna bomb. You know, I, I, I'd rather stay in that safe space so, uh, but yeah, so my wife is the biggest, probably one of the most influential folks for me in regards to trying my material and let me know. And she's like, oh, yeah, baby, you're doing a little bit too much right here. You know, so, <laughs> so, yeah, she's uh, she, she my material.
0: What's your wife's name? Her
1: name is Esther.
0: How does Esther feel about not only as she's helping you, but also being the fact that she's featured in some of your stand up as
1: well? She's, she's accepted it. She has accepted it. You know, sometimes she's like, when, when, when are you going to talk about somebody else, you know? And I'm like, I'm, like, I'm sorry, baby. It's funny. Uh, but she's used to it uh, because, again, I tell my wife. I tell people, like, how do you come up with your material? I'm like, I, 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 just, I just tell what's going on in my world. And I'm a storyteller. You know, I, I tell this one joke about uh, the epidural. I tell this one joke about me having to act, my wife being in a car accident. Um, probably a few months back and the fact that I had to do something I ain't done in a long time which was sprint I had to run to the scene because she took both the keys to the car so I talk about the funny and it is the the journey I, I was on from running to the accident and knowing I'm too big uh, to be chasing after anybody and uh, and so I talked about how I was running out of gas and how, how I was tired how I needed to get her so and people are like man you crazy? how you write that I'm like no that 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 happened, like, <laughs> it, like, like, I, like I stopped in the middle of the road and I had to get a ride the rest of the way. Like I had to hitchhike and get the yeah. So, uh, but it works all on stage because and it, and when you feel it or when you hear it, it's like wow, it feels genuine. Like uh he's not reaching for a joke. It's like this dude, life is funny. Like hey, I just I am just, just telling you what I'm what I'm experiencing this world of mine.
0: So moving forward, as we're in 2021, what are the goals, projects, and any upcoming performances that you have?
1: So yeah, um, so um, the Tim Trap show, I get, we'll, we'll call it that for right now, but a variety show that I want to put out every quarter uh, will come out. So the end of January is, and is what I'm thinking, we'll drop that first episode, uh, the Tim Trap show, where people can purchase it, watch it over a weekend. And, uh, and then the next episode will drop a, a quarter from there um so probably i'm thinking what april may or ish something around that time and uh and i thinking about keeping that going uh we again we don't know how it's going to open up in regards to COVID. so i'm just going to try to keep on doing that virtually also have a podcast uh called the Shop and miranda show so we're probably about about seven episodes in and so we're new to it but um but doing that that's a weekly show that we have and you can listen to all pretty much all your major platforms um, and uh, as well as YouTube, and um, and honestly, just going back to so, and I'm doing some speaking opportunities at some colleges and high schools um, for 2021, and um, and uh, but just the biggest thing is just creating content online, and just um, building building that building that uh building that tribe of folks that uh, that been rocking with me, and kind of cultivating them, and you know keep on this. Just driving funny content their way, and just kind of being more creative with it, so um my idea is always to creating three funny videos and a nice sketch. Uh, I do that at the end of uh every week, so that's the desire and um and uh I just I love being able to create like those kind of sketches or short films almost look like movie trailers, but it's comical um or parodies so that's that's what I'll be working on so just from speaking to making and creating videos that's about it.
0: Very cool. I am super excited to watch the journey. Super excited to see what's next. Maybe most important question: Next time I get to Charlotte, where are we going? What's the food and drink mandatory? And you're coming with me.
1: But where are we going? Where are we going? We're going to Lulu's Chicken and Seafood. Okay. Lulu's. This Lulu's is Maryland style chicken and seafood. Man, I tell you, man. And I'm not from Maryland. I'm country. I'm straight country man. Uh, but I ran across this place. Um, I was. I knew it was something special because. I'm not the biggest reader, but I was reading an article about Lulu's at three o'clock in the morning. And I was like, I was like, what did you read? Like, I'm like, this is a good article. I mean, I was a good, I was a good 40 minutes into it. I was, it was great. So, um, but, um, they, uh, they make these, they make these crab fries. So they fry fries and they put a crab on top and they put this seasoning on it. And then it's special sauce and they don't hold back on the crab. And it's like, this. Bruh, it's great, and uh, the wings that they choose—they got these big, nice, good lump wings. Uh, there, they do a a honey uh, old bay wing and a honey barbecue wing. Perfect size. They don't do the little baby wing like it did. Like it had a you know a, a rough childhood. Uh, these wings were—they had both parents in their household. They had—they were foot. They had a you know college fund. They were—they were well fed. So these wings are great. They is amazing. The drinks there are great too. They do these lemonades and 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 mixed tea drinks. They're great, but um, uh, they do a seafood macaroni and cheese. And I'm not, look, I'm not no big seafood guy. I'm I'm more honestly, I'm more of a Texas brisket, Texas barbecue, Kansas City barbecue type of guy. You know, I'm in North Carolina, so we're big on the hog over here. So I'm 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 the barbecue guy. You know I love me a good barbecue. I love me a good wing. But this seafood does it for me. So if if you was in Charlotte, we're gonna we're gonna Lulu's.
0: All right, I'm gonna hold you to that. We're gonna Lulu's. Lemonade, the crab. I mean, you got me with the crab fries. A, a nice Maryland yeah. crab fry. That's always that's always great. Yes, sir. We got two. <laughs> so Charlotte, solid sports town. Who are the four athletes on the Charlotte Mount Rushmore all time? Any sport?
1: The four athletes. Four athletes. Four athletes. Here we go. You got me thinking now. Okay, so I'm gonna go with. uh we're gonna go with Luke Keekley Okay, he's the linebacker for the Carolina Panthers. He just retired. Um, we're gonna go with Larry Johnson from I was hoping, that you, the, had him. I was hoping you had him. Um, from the Charlotte Hornets. Um. Uh, we're going to have to go with, Ooh, is it Cam? We're going to go with, Might have to- I, I want to say Cam. I want to say Cam. It's a, it's a tie between Cam and Steve Smith, okay. but I guess if it wasn't for Cam, it would not be no Steve Smith. So let's go with Cam. Let's go with Cam. Uh, at number three and at number four, do they have to be from Charlotte? Or they had to play with Charlotte? Just
0: play in Charlotte.
1: Um, I'm going to – I'm going with Steph Curry only because he played at Davidson. Fair.
0: Fair point. I thought you were going to go with Dell.
1: I I was. I was. I was. But I'm going to go with Steph Curry because Steph Curry is from Charlotte, North Carolina, and played college at Davidson. And he is who he is today. So that, great, now, now, that would be my rush. Now that that would I know I'll probably get some heat from it, but we will roll with though.
0: It's a solid four. That's a solid four. I mean
1: could, cause cause because you know, Muskie both should get some love because of just being short and playing ball and doing what he did. Well,
0: let's be real though, those nineties Hornets might have the best combination of uniforms in any sport.
1: Brother, we I, I mean that yes, sir. Yes, sir. Dude, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for reaching out. You know, and so uh, the power of the internet—you know—that's great. Get to meet people like you. I, if COVID didn't happen, we'd probably be able to do it like this. So, it's—it's—it's a—it's a pretty smooth man. So, so thank you for letting me be a part. Yeah, thanks for being on, man. Again, great to meet you, and, and I, I know
0: we'll stay in contact. And I will definitely stay in touch. You uh, I'm gonna hold you to that though. That shark—we're gonna go to Lulu's.
1: Lulu's hit me up, brother. I got like a brother. I've been uh, the owner, the uh, or the head guy that was there when I went for the first time. Because I, I was like, I, I I if if it's good, I, I gotta go try it. And um he's like, Oh man, you're gonna be back next week. And so the next time I went back, I told Ona said, like, Hey man, you lied to me. He was like, Huh? He's like, What you mean? I said, Well you told me I was gonna be back last I mean, um, you know, be back next week. He was like, what you mean? What was it? I said, um, you told me that yesterday. <laughs> I was <laughs> I said, I'm back again today, brother. I said, I need some more those crab fries, man. And uh and I I guess a part of me was saying, I gotta go because I don't want this to be too good to be true I was like, I was like this can't be this good I, I, I got to know so it's been I did a review on that we talked on our podcast so that's that's my that's my spot that's my spot I don't know if you're gonna find out where to sit down but uh, it, it's a little small, a little spot, but it is worth it,
0: man. So with the advertisements we're giving them, the publicity, they get us to the front of the line. Come on, Lulu, Take care of
1: us. Yeah, they got it. And by the time you come over
0: here, they may have that new location already up, too. One last question. You are, you are a chicken wing connoisseur. So uh-huh. what is – this is any restaurant, any location. What is the Mount Rushmore of dipping sauces?
1: Um, Here we go. So – um. Here we go. Great question. Man, man, you, this is a great podcast. <laughs> uh, this is one of the best ones ever, ever created. Um, and I'm about Mount, to get food after this. I'm going to go get food right immediately after this. So. The Mount Rushmore of dipping sauces, it all depends on the store. Okay. It all depends on the store. And I'm going to go from the place that I, I, I that is led here to me. It's called Bomb Bomb Wings and Girl. And it is Thai chili. Thai chili, okay. Uh, honey barbecue. Um, uh, honey garlic,
0: okay. Last one,
1: and you gotta go with hot, you gotta go with a hot, you gotta go with a good hot wing, you gotta go with a good hot wing. And I know people like, What about lemon pepper? And those are good contenders, lemon pepper and garlic parm. Um, uh, yeah, those are cool, those are really cool, but those four right there for me. I did not know, and I'm surprised at myself for even saying honey garlic because I ain't no big garlic fan until I tried some honey garlic at Bon Bon Wings and Grill in Greensboro, North Carolina. Woo! Oh, my goodness. It is the best. It is the best. It's the best. So, yeah, that's it.
0: We're going to have to bring you back on the show soon just to talk food.
1: <laughs> oh, man, that's my life. I've, and look, remember what I was talking about? like I didn't know what to talk about on the, on the podcast. Because there's a very few things that, like, turns me on. Yeah. And food can do it. Food can get me rolling, bro. So, um, so, um, so yeah, talking about food is, 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 is my thing. And I was like, all right, it's, it's okay to have that. Some people are politics. Some people are shoes. Some people are some people are hair and makeup. Mine we can talk about brisket anytime you want to. So, so yeah, that's that's my life, brother.
0: Tim, this has been so awesome. You've been such a great guest. How can people follow you? How can they stay up to date with your career?
1: Yeah, uh timshropcomedy.com is my website and um, and then social media is timshropcomedy. So T I M S H R O P comedy. And I uh, put that on in on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, you name it, even TikTok. I got I got that Fleetwood Mac video out there, and that's the only one that I have like that. That's a lot of work TikTok, but uh, but that's how you can find me, and uh, that's how we rocking, bro. I right, thank you until the next time, man. Keep on being blessed, man. Thanks so much. Thank you, man. Thank you. All right, Talk brother.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Much appreciation to Tim. Give him a follow on Instagram, Tim Schropp Comedy. And also check out his newest podcast, The Shrop and Miranda Show. I'm going to hold you to that food invite, Tim. So save me a spot in Charlotte. I'll be there soon. My new book, Curiosity, is currently available on Amazon. Curiosity celebrates the knowledge that strangers have to offer. Everyone has unique expertise and endless wisdom awaits the perpetually curious. Featuring 200 episodes from the Any Given Runway Show, Curiosity explores the diverse lives of athletes, adventurers, and performers. From daring voyages across the Atlantic to unforgettable performances in the West End, Curiosity celebrates the sophisticated thing we call life. Everyone has a story, each person a scholar. Thank you for listening. Fill up that passport. I'll see you on the road. Aviento.